Here we are, two average girls. Glad to have you with us. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. <laughs> You'd think by now we'd be like really, we'd really have it down that intro, but apparently I still need re- reminding that I'm supposed to like say my name and the name what of the podcast. What you didn't see was that I gave her the finger and the finger was like, it's your turn now. It was You're a very say your professional name. like price is right the, finger. You are the literally, you are the person. I'm just... I'm like your sidekick. I'm like, just show up, not plug in true. the mic. I don't know what I'm going to say or do. I'm totally not on board, but apparently I think I'm getting it. I think you're getting it better than I am because I'm sitting here staring at you here in the headlights <laughs> like, why isn't she talking? It could be um, the what I just put in my mouth. The copious amounts of uh, sugar that we're inhaling right now. So what you can't see and, and why we will probably never be videoing who we are first of all we don't wear makeup it's a tough secondly one. we don't brush our hair yeah <laughs> you have lipstick on which i don't I know do. why you did that for I me don't but know how thank I got you there i don't know and thirdly i have this routine of when we are getting ready to do our pod we have this special room and we come in here and it's kind of like this like it's kind of like a big hug i feel like right like this room is kind of it's a room hug it's a room hug it's 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 very cozy it's very unique i feel like it's our room mm-hmm. even though that's not what it was set up for originally mm-hmm. it was set up just to watch tv but mm-hmm. now we've kind of taken it over and we come in here and i light a candle because it just kind of puts us in the mood right. i'm not sure what mood we're trying to get into but it know. just kind of sets the tone then I always have my big Diet Coke. This is the biggest Diet Coke I've ever seen. We're going to have to post that on the Instagram to yes. show the folks. It, what my sister you're doing. got me that as Valentine's gift. It's like a, it, no plug here, but it's like a Yeti style mm-hmm. of insulated cooler. But it is a bedazzled <laughs> Diet Coke container and I've when you say bedazzled like it's it. not like it's got like little gems on it no it's no. the the girl who does it and i we can we'll put that up on the website as well oh you oh. had this like she made it made? yeah because look at it's personalized oh that's right it does say d d on it okay i thought maybe your sister are you just... having trouble reading <laughs> d why was it the the pause that i i don't know it's i like, didn't did you just have an aneurysm or <laughs> <Maybe>. something <laughs> i don't talk about it i didn't realize that it's set I knew it had your name on it, but I thought maybe it said Denise. So it says DD on one side. It says Diet Coke. It's got the full-on trademark Diet Coke swoosh. Yeah, no, it's it's legit. When it, I saw it, I almost cried. And here's something even better. Yeah. They've got a mini one that Jill got for my granddaughter. No. So that when Olivia's with me and we are, I don't give her Diet Coke. Of course not. Sometimes I do. But you would be a terrible grandmother. So I would you be. Don't. But I usually, we have like these little mini, she calls it mini Diet Cokes and they're root beer. But the, the thing about the Diet Coke cup is that you got that as a gift from your sister. For Valentine's. For Valentine's. She loves me that much. Do you and your sister usually exchange just a little, just a little something? No, we no. do not. But oh, okay. I, this year I did get her something. 
And I think, I don't know if she had already planned on getting me that or not, but maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But I gave her something really cute. What'd you give her? Can you tell me? I can. Okay, tell me. It's not like lingerie or something. It's my sister. sister. No, it's your sister. Um, You know, uh, Martha Stewart has some cookware Mm -hmm. the enamel cookware like um the dutch oven kind of real thick stuff cast iron cast iron Mm -hmm. they have a cast iron heart red heart it's neat it's really little Mm -hmm. so it's big enough to make like a little cobbler or like i mean i've I've showed it to people and i've given a couple of them away and people are like oh i have the perfect bread recipe to make in that yes i don't make bread i'm not that person Mm -mm. but i would eat somebody's heart-shaped bread for sure (gasps) if someone presented you with a heart-shaped sourdough after march 1st no but right now right now you'd lose your mind i would lose my mind so i gave her that and then she gave me that sweet do you you and your husband Mm -hmm. do you celebrate valentine's we usually do we were out of town this year and with covid it's like what are we gonna so we went and bought you know what we want do you care about valentine's not particularly but a nice card is Please make an effort. Other than that, yeah. like a card and some C's candy. Mm. That's I got all C's I need. candy too. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want. And then we did like a little. Oh, we're gonna go to the ski shop and get some. You know, and I bought a new pair of ski pants or something. Whatever I wanted. Um, but no, I don't expect him to go out and buy me a new set of golf clubs or vice versa. You know, or whatever. <laughs> it's like in in a big red bow. I don't. Over the years, I've become less and less interested in Valentine's Day. It's a real bummer for me. I never was interested. I told my husband early on, this was, I learned this lesson the hard way, and we'll get into that in a minute, but I told my husband early on the holidays that I wanted him to participate in. Uh Uh-huh. What are they? Uh, Valentine's was not one of them. I felt like that was a made-up holiday, and I thought it was ridiculous that you would spend $150 on long stem roses. Right. When the next day you can spend $25 on them. and. They're just as beautiful. Exactly. I would rather have a, a bouquet of flowers or a card for no reason yeah, than exactly. I would for Valentine's Day because Hallmark t- tells you you should do it. So <laughs> that's not one of them. But um, I, I just said we need to celebrate our anniversary because yeah. to me, if you make it to the next year, it's worth celebrating. Right. I agree. And my birthday mm-hmm. and his birthday. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily even care about my birthday, but it was one of those things where life's you know kind of a downer sometimes and if you don't celebrate the small stuff yeah and i think that's probably really the theme for what i i think is really important instead of holidays it should just be about celebrating life's special moments yeah and things that are that are kind of monumental to you or maybe not monumental like your kid just got an a on his report card or Mm -hmm. he got an a on the spelling test and he hasn't done that Let's freaking go out for dinner. Right. Let's like make this a big deal. Maybe you make him a poster when he gets home because he just got an A on his his spelling test and it was hard for him to do that. Yeah. Right. No, that's great. he hit a home run or she Mm -hmm. did great at her ballet class or, you know, she made a new friend or just something special. No, I agree. I like that much better than the social, it's not a stigma, but the social pressure of having to be like valentine's day honey let's 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 make a reservation at this really expensive restaurant with 500 of our other friends on valentine's day this year i did like i said we were out of town i didn't make a reservation for that night at any restaurant because i was like i don't even we're just gonna have to play it by ear and then when the time came it was like 
getting to be four o'clock or so i'm like what are we doing for dinner we ordered room service perfect put on the old netflix watch some sort of murder mystery crime show and good to go you know i mean that's all i need yeah i I don't know i think when you're younger there's an expectation kind of about everything right Right. like everything seems more important than it is like new year's eve yeah what a huge letdown every single year it's the worst um when our kids were around we celebrated all the holidays with them like valentine's day i just made a big romantic dinner for the family and we would light candles and i put food coloring in the milk you know like red food coloring so it's pink and we had special dessert or whatever just so that i mean i'm in love with my family right it didn't matter that it was just my husband and i but i think a lot of young people and a lot of people in general just think that if he doesn't show me he loves me by doing this (laughs) then it you know, doesn't count. And I just think you set yourself up for so much failure. Yeah, it's so stupid. I, I can't. I just, I like, I can't with the whole holiday situation. Holidays are an enormous disappointment. For you? Just in general, I think most of the time. I shouldn't say that. Christmas, we go all out at Christmas. Yes, you do. Uh, my husband is in love They have love a snow machine <laughs> out front in their house in Southern California, by the way. Listen, can't have one in Southern California. What good are you? <laughs> No, it's, he's very into Christmas. His dad was, Warren's dad came from um, a family of 13 children. Oh. They came across from Missouri in the Dust Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was literally sort of a Grapes of Wrath situation. Uh, they had everything they owned. The 1930s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Strapped onto their car. Sure. And uh, hired a a kid who had who was in the military and needed to get out to california he said i'll drive for you if you'll take me with you they parked on the side of the road and camped it was abject poverty just absolute poverty that that uh warren's dad came from and um christmas was was a big deal as soon as his dad got even his dad was a a fire excuse me a firefighter in garden grove and uh his job before that though was he was a um he worked at a a butcher shop mm. and then he was a mail carrier and then he became he qualified and, and became a firefighter and as soon as he started making any money at all which still even then it wasn't that much money that he was making sure it was an all-out just from head to toe christmas at the house was outrageous there's photos from back really? in the day when little tiny warren was just a little baby just two years old and his brother was a year younger than him and just you can't see the floor because there's so many presents. really yeah so christmas is a huge deal and it very rarely uh, disappoints i think the thing that disappoints is like outside influences you know that's what's always like ruins you mean family no well <laughs> isn't it interesting though didn't you find like when you got married that i didn't know families celebrated holidays so differently yeah you it's, know it's kind of strange i it, it 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 was strange for me it was hard for me because my parents were divorced yeah so trying to maneuver um before i was married it was hard once i got married it was no easier once i had children it got very complicated. Oh, you're talking about how to spend time with mom and dad and they're at separate residences? That's correct. Okay. It was, and you know, you had to pick and choose and it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. And at least when I had kids, I could use that as an excuse. It wasn't an excuse. It was a fact. Yeah. I, I, don't, I can't drag my family from place to place to place. Yeah. And by that time, my parents had gotten to a place where they could be in the same room yeah. with each other. Mm-hmm. It, you know, it took seven to 10 years, but um, it was it was difficult and it was a huge disappointment for me 
when I was in college because I'd have to come up from San Diego and I'd try to do my best to get everybody where they need I needed to be yeah. so that I could see my sister, so I could be with my dad, my stepmom, my mother. And yeah. you'd leave to go to your dad's house and my mom's by herself. It just was a <sighs> whole situation that it's not good Mm-mm. it's not good so Mm-mm. but it is true everybody celebrates it so differently and yeah. and the traditions that people have are it, it's hard to implement your traditions with other people's traditions and stay true to who you are right as a couple you mean as a couple yeah yeah was your husband's christmas as a child like a big deal or what was it was it i don't think so yeah. i mean i don't remember we are, are he's always been super generous at christmas time like a little bit over the top like i would have gone a lot l- lower Less, key yeah. right like i would just like because i don't really feel like there, there's a happy medium for us right as right. christians like you want to believe that there is something more than just presence and yeah. and what it represents so when your kids are little i'm oh i was always trying to like straddle that place of it's super fun santa's coming and it's the birth of christ right it's a toughie you know so let's let's figure that out so um it's it's hard it's a hard balance to to strike it It is so you know we managed and everybody i mean i think my kids would say that they got spoiled if they really wanted you know down to down and dirty when you got start talking about it but you know for me christmas is one of my favorite holidays but i love halloween oh really i do well really why I love the fact that it is like kind of spooky yeah. and I don't even like scary stuff, no. right? Like I'm not miss like weird, scary. <laughs> I'm not like, I get kind of freaked out about it, but I just like the whole idea of the dressing up. Yeah. And well, first of all, it's candy is your main. It's candy. It's candy. You were so. getting sugar. Yeah. A little bit of sugar. Yeah. But I just like, I like the whole idea of it. Yeah. I think it's fun. I've always dressed up every, every Halloween. Uh-huh. I don't mind doing that. As a matter of fact, I dig it. You love it. I love it. And um, I've always wanted my kids to like, you know, embrace it. Yeah. We used to always have a big Halloween party here oh, the night did. of trick-or-treating and our mm-hmm. neighborhood would just go all out and fun. it's super fun. Do you have trick-or-treaters at the house? Not very many anymore. Really? We used to. Because this is a good neighborhood to We used to. There's just not any little kids. There are not very many kids in this year, of, co- of course, uh. with COVID. It was really disappointing. We had like six six neighbors and i think the neighbors who knew everybody just kind of went to the houses that they knew but a lot of people had their houses closed up too i wasn't i wasn't that person no i wasn't afraid of getting covid well from, from a little kid who's trick-or-treating you're probably not gonna... I, I didn't touch the candy i put it in a thing i let them take their own candy and sure. i i stood back and you know everything kind of changed and was weird and i hope that it goes back to community-based trunk or treating the whole the whole nine so that the kids can grow up and have that kind of tradition that is right so important i think i think that's what these holidays really signify it's not really about the stuff it's about Mm -hmm. the tradition that it and it 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 establishes and the feelings it evokes yeah i agree i agree i think that's yeah but you know on the other hand we're talking about regular holidays that are like implemented by I don't know, Hallmark or whomever. We're talking about Halloween. We're talking about Christmas. We're talking about Valentine's Day. The holidays of like your anniversary, like right. you were saying, mm-hmm. are really what's most important. I mean, we still talk about our honeymoon. We had a great honeymoon. We went to <laughs> we went to Canada. I was we just still trying... talk about our honeymoon too. Do you? Not because in... it was so great? Because it was 
terrible. What? Go ahead. You finish yours first. Okay. You want to, I'll start on a high note and then we can go to, well, it was, there was nothing really, um, I mean, it was just a very, it was, it was just really delightful. We went to uh, Victoria, um, British Columbia and Vancouver, British Columbia. And we just did like these fun little different things. We, we spent two nights out on an island somewhere i don't remember the name of the island but um you had to be sort of ferried out there and there were no cars on this island and we had a little house that we had rented i don't even know how my husband did all that there was a caretaker there and i think he care took several of the houses that were in this little area because they were rentals and we had to rent a moped how cute it was cute and we had a canoe at our disposal what month is this When's your anniversary? September, I had to think. So it was... <laughs> September. <laughs> it was chilly. It was kind it was. of chilly up there. But um, yeah, we... And, and the caretaker uh, gave me the creeps a little bit. And I I spent both nights <laughs> locking and relocking all the doors, all the windows. There weren't a lot of shades up to the window. So I was absolutely certain he that was he was watching. watching. You know, it was... He probably the, was. Yeah. <laughs> no no my husband likes to talk about that and how it was like this is our honeymoon and i'm like sorry buddy <laughs> i'm covering up Cre- creepy larry's out there watching us you know whatever <laughs> it was it was pretty funny but we stayed at like the empress hotel and we just did it we just did lots of fun stuff it was really it was a great honeymoon and we've gone back since and it was you know just as delightful i would think you our- ever renew your vows no i don't i don't think i would i say that so quickly but honestly we were <laughs> No, we've had a couple opportunities to do it. Unfortunately, they've always been connected with like the Catholic Church. We were on the campus of Notre Dame and they had a sign out in front of the little on-campus church that said, vow renewal, come in at noon or whatever. I'm like, let's do it. And Warren's like, I, that just seems like a bad idea. I'm like, why? Why? He goes, well, hey, we're not Catholic. Now you're just kind of making fun. And I'm like, no, I'm not making fun. Let's go. Like, we, who else? So you didn't do it? No, because he was right. Who else can say they renewed their vows on the campus of Notre Dame and they're not Catholic? They're, (laughs) they're Mormon. You know, it's like, well, that's probably a little disrespectful to the Catholics, quite frankly. So no, we didn't do that. And I don't, I, I have a friend, um, my you friend, have another friend. Well, this is Ed Arnold, my oh. my former news host of uh, Real Orange and infamously famous news anchor of um, Los Angeles for fifty years. Um, he and his wife Dixie have renewed their vows a couple of times, and they do it like on the beach at sunset with the shaman in Hawaii. You know? Really? Oh yeah, they kind of do this whole, and it's very to them. It's like this is a celebration. To me, I. I think I would be chuckling and making fun like the jerk that I am. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd be I'm not, down for it. I'm not either. And I I guarantee you. And he would probably be like, oh, you don't know how I would feel. But I guarantee you, Hod would be laughing his butt <laughs> Your off. Your husband would be not be down for he's that. He's not down for it. He's I'm not. telling you. He's not down for it. He would not feel comfortable with it. And, you know, it's not something I would – I don't care about it. Every – before covid every celebrity that you heard or saw was like we're renewing our vows are divorced within six months after the vow renewal because it's like we're trying to prove our love to the world when it's actually like no you got one toe out the dough right now (laughs) so anyway but our i think our anniversary is probably my most celebrated 
a holiday. Do you guys go stuff somewhere still? Sometimes we do. I mean, it's not every single year just because it has been, you know, you got kids and your work and whatever. So it's not really feasible every single year. But we do try and plan trips around you know that time of year and it's the perfect time of year to go look at the leaves changing or whatever because it's you know september and yeah we've done some really fun things but you know we just it's just always a special day just for us that's the kind of holiday i like yeah what what happened on your honeymoon that was memorable well what didn't happen (laughs) on the honeymoon that was memorable so we also got married in september oh yeah and we at the time and it's still it, it was for a long time we just didn't have the money to do anything and when we when we got married my, my parents gave me not a lot of money and I didn't have we were just trying to make it happen and so we wanted to go on a honeymoon and I've always been the person that wanted to travel we did not travel as a child I did not travel in my family we didn't take very many vacations I think we talked about this on another podcast at one point and so for me, I was always like, I want to see the world. Mm-hmm. I want to see sights. Mm-hmm. And when we were planning this, and like, let's just talk about this. This is before any internet. Right. This is like you have to go through a travel agent. You know, go to the AAA, AAA office. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so this is, this is pre this. This is 1988, people. This oh. is a long time ago. It was the dark ages. The dark ages. I did no cell phones, nothing. So mm-hmm. we planned on... Even afterwards, we went into debt to go on a vac- on a vacation. Wow. And my husband was working in the industry that we work in now, the heavy civil construction industry. He had to take time off and we could only take like seven days off. Like we didn't have the opportunity to go like, oh, two weeks to Europe. Like oh, yeah, Europe right. seemed like, are you kidding? Mm. If I was going to Europe, that would have been un- unbelievable. So we chose a place that we could afford, which was we were going to go to Jamaica. Oh, nice. Um, to one of those all-inclusive, oh, all like paid a for. Yeah, like yeah. a sandals. It wasn't sandals. It was right. called something else. I don't right. even remember now. Mm-hmm. But we were going to do that whole thing. And we were just super excited. Because sure. it's all-inclusive. Everything's there. Drinks, food, on the beach. It looked amazing. Sure, yeah. Right? And so we got married. We spent the very first night at the Ritz-Carlton in Laguna Beach? In Laguna. Oh. In Dana, wherever that Dana is. Here. Dana yeah. Point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that was, wow. Was super ritzy. Did you pay for that yourself? Yes, That we wasn't did. a gift? No. Dude. We paid for it ourselves. And, you know, I did the money dance for that. And I don't mean, you know, I was mean, there like a pole? The, there was no pole. <laughs> I mean, the dance with, you know. I don't think people know what the money dance is. Yeah. I had to think for a second. Well, if you, in, traditionally, the bride goes out there and people come and give her money Everybody knows you have this. a little dancey dance, you like just you're dance, just like you a talk slow to dance. them, and then yeah. they give you, and you have a little purse, and they put money in there. And I remember us getting a lot of money, but we had already booked this place anyway, and we were going to live large, right? <laughs> yeah. Borrowed our, my father-in-law's car to go because he had a Corvette, and it was new and it was cool. Starstruck right now, yeah. I was, a Corvette down to the Ritz, yes, on the night did, of your marriage. I wore my, I wore my. Um, dress and everything my wedding dress you didn't change into a secondary dress no you had on the full just the full outfit he drove you down there i've got goosebumps right now yes it was pretty amazing so we go there we spend the night there what color is the corvette white with a tan interior t-top no okay so it just a you do you're not top down no but you got in that car as people are tossing rice at you and drove away. Yes, we we drove away. Oh my gosh! 
gosh. Okay, so you make so it down we, to the Ritz. We go down to the Ritz. We spend the night, and we find out um, we're at the we're at the Ritz, and we find out that there's a hurricane going towards Jamaica. Okay. So our travel agent had called us and said, there's a hurricane. We're not really sure what's going to go on. Da, da, da. Are you leaving that day? No. We spent the night there. The next day, we're ready to leave, to go. And so we go down to LAX oh, no. from there. Mm. And we find out that the flight has been canceled. Okay. We're not going to be able to go that night. Okay. So they have us go to a hotel close by the, ho- the airport. Right. And we spend the night at the airport. Best hotels. Yes. You can rent them by the hour if you're not familiar yes. with the LAX hotels. So we go there and I don't remember it. I don't really remember much. I just remember this coming back the next day to get on. Now, now all I can think of is I've just lost a day because mm-hmm. I can't take off more than a week. Yeah. Now I've got six days. You're on a clock. I'm on a clock. Mm-hmm. So we go back, we get to the airport and we find out that the hurricane not only went to jamaica it hit jamaica full on okay it wiped it out hurricane so gilbert not there. who is it Hur- hurricane gilbert gilbert it's, it's it's a big one freaking gilbert we're sitting there and i'm talking to our travel agent and my husband's trying to talk to the travel agent we're trying to figure out what we're going to do and so she's trying to rebook us something because in in these kind of cases you don't lose if you lose your money you don't get reimbursed for yeah. acts of nature no, not in the 80s. There was no, it was a whole different thing. And also, all we can think of is we just spent a lot of money yeah. and we are not going on our vacation. Right. We have nowhere to go. Right. We're stuck at the LAX hotel. We're at the LAX hotel from the Ritz Carlton to <gasps> the, you know, it's whatever even we were worse. at. <laughs> it was not good. No. And I just remember we're in there and it's confusing. We're up trying to check in to our plane and they're saying, we can't take you there because there's no place to go. So, Long story short, we find out we can go to Cancun. Cancun has oh. got an all-inclusive that's in that's also incorporated with the, the place that was in Jamaica. So they will like divert us over there. We're going to go. Good. Yeah, so cool. I call my mom from the airport. We're not going to Jamaica now. And she's known that there's this issue. We're now going to go to Cancun. Okay, great. As we're waiting for the plane to get there, and it's a couple hours in, you know, we've been there all day now. And we're waiting the plane comes, but they tell us, we find out that now Hurricane Gilbert went from Jamaica and made a turn and is now headed towards Jamaica. Wait, it was in Jamaica? I mean, towards Cancun. No. No. Yes. So it's again- It's basically following you. It's basically following my dreams. <laughs> Creating it's, nightmares It's trying to sabotage my entire vacation. And again, there's no cell phones. There's no internet. You can't look up the weather. It's not like you can just figure this out. You have to, you're relying on who's talking to you on the other line. People do not understand how dark it was. These are dark days. It didn't seem that bad at the time. No. We didn't know any different. But now you look back on it and you think, how did I survive? Why did I But you now know why I had gotten to this predicament. So they, the girl on the other line says, listen, I'm... I think you should go to Cancun. I, I think you're going to be okay. We don't know if it's going to go there for sure, but it, you know, it, it, it could, but the chances of that happening are very slim. Famous last words. We go to the front of the, the, the um, airport or to the, 
the uh, plane. I think it was Delta or something. Probably was because they're the worst. Um, and <laughs> gosh, don't ever promo fly code Delta. To- <laughs> Two average girls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I literally remember them saying, if you guys want to come, because we we're like, we're kind of worried it's supposed to come there. Don't worry. We will fly you back. If we get there and it's coming, we're going to be bringing passengers back. You can just stay on the plane and you can get back on and you'll come home. Okay. Okay. That's it's a win-win. Interesting deal. And we're going to fly you first class. Oh, they bumped you kind of the thing? They bumped us first class because guess what? Nobody else was on the plane. I was going to say, what did the plane look like? There was no, it was you guys. That should have been the first clue. No. Nobody uh, wanted to go down to Mexico because there's going to be a, a hurricane. And its name but is But not Hod and I because we are in first class. <laughs> drinks are included. <laughs> And we are on our vacation. In it to win it. We only have six days left. <laughs> Let's get going. Get this train Now, moving. the the dramatic part of this all is, again, we don't we don't have the internet. We don't have cell phones. I'm on a pay phone. Hot's talking to the front. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. He comes over while I'm talking to my mother and says, he tells me all this. Now, they can fly us home. And I said, I tell him, I don't think we should go. Oh, really? I tell him, I don't think we should go. That doesn't seem like a good idea. Okay. And then he's like, well, what do you want? You know, I'm like, I don't know. And so he walks away to go back to talk to them. And my mom, and I hear over the loudspeaker as I'm talking to my mom, because my mom, of course, is not like, well, Denise, she's not being rational. She's like, oh my gosh, don't go. You're going to die. You know, whatever she's saying. And I hear over the loudspeaker, Denise Cooper, can you please report to Terminal A or whatever it was? Your plane is getting ready to board. And I say to my mom, I guess I have to go. I don't even want to go. I got to go. Bye. And I hang up on her. That was going to be the, your last words to her. That's what she thought. <laughs> and then <laughs> let's fast forward. Uh-uh. We get on the plane. We're living large. Sure. We're drinking drinks. My ties. We're doing all it all. Yeah. We have food. We have everything. And we land in Cancun. And it's probably 60 mile an hour winds. We get off. This is something that everyone should know. If you get off of a plane in Mexico or anywhere, probably for that matter now. Right. But if you get off of a plane in Mexico in the 80s, yeah. you get off. They don't let you back on. Nope. So you, you got off. Experience the, the, the wind carries you halfway and we down said, the tarmac. Oh, we don't want to be here oh, anymore. Oh, you did. You decided that. Mm-hmm. We want to go back. And they said, sorry. Who? The, the federales? The federales carrying the machine no. guns. Yeah. That, that's another thing. This is not a racist statement. I, Having been to Cabo and Cancun, both of those airports at the time I went were outside airports. They're not your basic LAX where you're dropped into a nice little walkway that shields you. from. No, no, no. You're dropped on the tarmac and there are federales, machine gun toting gentlemen who don't give a dang about your life. Nope. Are there to protect whatever they're to protect? So that was that was just de rigueur for the time. It just was what what, what happened. We walk through. We go up to the the gate, and I said, "No, we want to go back." Yeah, and it's they the nice don't. People on the they don't flight. understand anything. First of all, I don't speak Spanish, and they don't understand what I'm saying. And even if they did, they didn't care. They didn't care. No. They don't care. No, you're not going back. So we panic because now you're in it. And now I'm here. Where do we go? We don't know. So we. Managed to get our ride. We call the, the resort. We get a ride. They take us to the resort. As we go to the resort, they're evacuating. What do you mean they're evacuating? The resort's evacuating? The, yeah, because 
they're going to be hit by hurricane so within you pull hours. In. We literally get our like shuttle or a, a, we took Your our cab yeah. and we get there and there's a big bus and all these drunk people oh, in their bathing suits <laughs> are hopping on this party bus. They think they're going to someplace great, but what they're doing is they're evacuating to the Hotel Americana oh. in downtown Cancun. inland oh, in Cancun. Cancun. Yeah. Because there's going to be a hurricane hitting there within the 24 hours. Now, can you off the dome, remember the the hotel, the resort that you were supposed to be staying at? It wasn't the Hotel Americana. No, it was, it was, um, no, I can't. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't sandals, but it was like that. It was one of those all-inclusive deals. Okay. Okay. So we're thinking, now some people who would just go with the flow would be so excited that this is an adventure. I wasn't that person. I wouldn't be. I was either. crying. Well, it's a hurricane in Mexico. It's my anniversary. I mean, it's, it's my and it's my honeymoon. It's my honeymoon. And here's and, my new husband, and this is the worst. And thing. I don't want to be here. Mm. I shouldn't have come. Mm. They lured me in with the first class situation. <laughs> it's like a bait and switch. <laughs> yeah, it was. And here I am. We literally. Let's just fast forward three days later. I'm still in the Hotel Americana. Okay. I can't get out of there. So you. Step off, step out of your cab to the all-inclusive resort. And do they, they don't show you to a room or anything. Nope. They're just like, what are you doing They're here? like, we're evacuating. Take your stuff and put it on the bus. Get in on the bus. Did you know at the time where the bus was going? No. They're like, we're taking you to a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then you, you find yourself at the Hotel Americana where you got a room? No. What'd you get when you got there? The basement. All of us, the no. all-inclusive crowd, because no. <laughs> already the hotel no. is full. The all-inclusive crowd went to the basement. Now, think about a basement in a hotel anyway. I don't want to. And then you're in Mexico. And I don't care that it's Cancun. It is not a place you want to be. Not a basement situation. Especially when the wind started blowing and the electricity went out. No. We slept. Well, we didn't sleep because, first of all, there's no AC. So it's... It's hurricane conditions where it's sweltering. First of all, it's already sweltering there because of the humidity factor. Right. And then now you're in the basement of the Hotel Americana. And here's the other place, the the other great part of this. This all-inclusive group, they know how to party. Yeah. They are not prepared for disaster. No. And when I say not prepared, they did not bring food. Were they supposed to? Or water. It's all inclusive. Well, wait a minute. Even during a hurricane, the I'm thinking people, you should have brought some food. Not that not the people who were staying at the hotel, the food should have been provided for them by the purveyors of that hotel. So the all inclusive group that yeah. had to get evacuated, right. I would have thought somebody would have brought some like food. they had food there. Sure. Clearly. Bring it with you. So no one stuffed their purse with Or maybe they couldn't bring that kind of food with them. I don't know what happened. All I know is we didn't have food or water. Okay, let's dive. Let's just leave that for a sec. I'm still on the basement. I'm still on the basement floor with you. Is there a? Are there pads down there on the floor yes, that you we can had, sit on? No, we had like blankets and stuff, towels that we brought. That you brought yourself. I don't remember. What's I just. The, what's the bathroom situation? There's the no. Fl- there's no bathrooms at work, because now we have a situation with. There's no running water, because everything's out. Because mm-hmm. you're in Cancun in mm-hmm. the middle of Gilbert. We have pictures of us going out and exploring before the hurricane hit 
full born. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like torrential rain, sideways rain. I mean, it's 70 mile an hour winds, gusts up to 120. It's like a category five. It's like, it's like, it's, it's at that place where it is the most unbelievable thing. And we, you know, luckily we were in our 20s because we met other people because that's like a honeymoon place. So yeah. we met two or three other couples mm. that we started just partying with. I mean, not partying because there's nothing no. to drink or eat or anything. Literally, the, we did not have food. And so the next day after the hurricane has hit the whole place and we have spent the night in this dark place, no, no cell phones to look through with your no. no we we made the best of it we made friends with these people we you know whatever as a matter of fact fast forward to a year later we celebrated our first three or four anniversaries with these same couples you did yes. not in mexico not in mexico <laughs> we've never been back to mexico no. since then my you husband refuses go. to go no. because he was under the impression that after the hurricane went through yep um, and, and just, by the way, we don't have any food. The American Red Cross had to bring us food. <gasps> what? Yes. Down to the basement? Yes. We had to get food, like peanuts and stuff from like the American Red Cross. It's like Fire Festival 1988. It was, it was so, <laughs> so unbelievable <laughs> that that could happen, you know. Mm. And it's unbelievable that, you know, no one really got hurt. I mean, nobody got hurt. I'm not sure what happened to the population in Mexico itself. I just know that the next day, my husband is like, get your stuff. We're going to get out of here. Yes. He literally takes a taxi down to the airport because he's like, the American government's going to get us out of here. One can only hope. How, how long were you in the basement? How many days? Uh, we were there for four days. <gasps> four days? Oh, I thought it was like an overnight situation. You're there for four days with non-running toilets? No? Okay. The look that the look right now, I if I could describe it, I would. Just let me tell you, it's one of complete and utter disappointment. <laughs> when I say my husband was so convinced that the American government would fly in and get us, it sometimes doesn't work like that. I'm let's just so you know, it never works that way. Well, if you leave the country, you're on your freaking own for the most part. So you gathered your stuff. We gathered our stuff. We went there and. You get to the airport. And they are, it. the whole entire airport is blown out. The, <gasps> the um, what is it? What? The it's... place where the guys look and make sure you don't crash. The tower. Oh, the tower. <laughs> yeah, the dudes are up there saying, okay, no, flight There's nobody up there because all of the windows are blown out. Great. Are, can you see any planes coming in or out? No, because it's a national holiday now, too, from Mexico, and there's nobody doing anything. You don't get to have a national holiday the oh, day yes, after you hurricane. Oh, yes, you do. There's nothing else. <laughs> they they did open up a little bit. We could walk through. Like, it's still stormy, but you can walk up and down the street and stuff. They've opened places up where, you know, they're opening it up for Americans to come with whatever they had and they're selling sodas for like, you know, $5 a soda. They're like just gouging it to the place, but we're buying whatever we can get our hands on because we're hungry and we're thirsty and yep. we're done being here. Yep. You literally have to go and you pee in a toilet that does not have running water. So it's smelling like a latrine. I mean, it was, it was, it couldn't take a shower. It was disgusting. Mm -mm. And we could not get out because there were hundreds and hundreds. There was thousands of tourists there trying to leave to go to all places. Mm -hmm. And again, it's the 80s. Yep. We were just waiting our turn to get out of there. By the time the third day or fourth day that we finally got there. This is at the airport. So we're on day seven of the honeymoon easily. No, we're on day four. 
of oh, the hun- total. We're on day four. Well, we spent, it's like day five now. Uh-huh. Right. And so we are, and I haven't slept because really, because you're on the floor of a dirty sleep? hotel yeah. basement. basement. I yeah. mean, it's just gross. We are literally waiting at the airport for hours to get on a plane. You're basically spending the night at the, you're just sitting up. We're just sitting up. And my husband is so disappointed. The guy was so convinced that the United States government would help us, you know, and we were interviewed by like CNN and stuff. Oh, you were? Yeah. We thought for sure. I'm hoping my mom sees this because the last thing she heard from me was, I don't even want to go. I don't even know what we're doing. And then she's watching the news and, you know, Hurricane Gilbert has obliterated the coast of Mexico. Right. Right where her daughter is. So <laughs> it's so upsetting. It was so disappointing. And we got on a plane and I am not kidding you. We all got on a plane and it was American Airlines. And I remember this because they gave me wings. I remember oh. the whole thing. They flew us out of there at their cost. They, we, They're we, just trying to evacuate. They humans. were evacuating us out of the goodness of their heart. And I remember when we took off, everyone cheered and yes. I started crying. Oh, I was so happy. I'm going to start crying. They then... Dropped us off in L.A., which we luckily got to do. Yeah. And they put us up in a hotel there. And let me tell you what, that hotel was the most gorgeous, beautiful place I had ever seen. It was like a sanctuary. It was. I spent the night there. I slept so good. I was finally clean. I called my mom, who was grateful that. Yeah. And um, so the next day we went home and we hadn't opened our gifts yet. Yeah. And so we went home and we opened our gifts. And you know the cake top that a lot of people don't do this anymore, but we saved the cake top that we were going to freeze for the next year and eat it on our first year anniversary. We we opened that big bad boy up right then and we just celebrated the fact that we made it through the first week of our lives as husband and wife in Mexico in the basement floor of the Hotel Americana. This is the best honeymoon story ever. The worst, I mean. I mean the so worst. So let's just, let's just say this. When we started this conversation, I said, I, start, I made sure that my husband understood what was important to me. So we have gone through all of this. The very first year of our anniversary, we spent... A couple days before our anniversary, we spent it with these new friends that we made. Yeah, the, and it was fun. And I remember we went, we went, we went to the one of their apartments and we hung out with them. Were they locals? They were like they were local. SoCal? Yes, oh. like we met people that were like within like ten miles, fifteen oh, miles fun. of our house, right? That's so so great, yeah. there was like two other couples, and so we all—I can't remember their name by any means—but mm-hmm. all of it was good. And we didn't have um, so that was kind of a celebration, but we didn't celebrate it together. Mm. That was like on a Friday. Our anniversary, I remember, was on a Sunday. And I just remember I was super excited. It's our first anniversary. Something good's going to come. I don't know. Maybe it's jewelry. Maybe Uh it's going to take me off to a romantic dinner. (laughs) Nope. What? The silence is all. It was literally, we ate at Taco Bell. Mm -hmm. We ate at Taco Bell. And I remember sitting in Taco Bell thinking... This is the most disappointed I've ever been. Second only to the basement of the Hotel Americana. And Yep, except for the year before. Did he forget? No. He just thought we'd already celebrated it, I Oh, think. I see. And I don't think he realized how important it might have been significantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, now he'd never do that. No. Because he knows. explain it to him? I, I think we got into a fight. Yeah. And I think that from that point on, um, I made sure that he understood what was important to me. 
don't forget my birthday or our anniversary. And again, I don't care about having stuff, a lot of stuff. Because now right. I'm old enough, I just buy stuff if I yeah, really right. want it or whatever. Mm-hmm. And stuff isn't that important. For me, it's always been, you know, I want a card. Don't buy it at the gas station. The CVS? CVS <laughs> is fine. <laughs> you don't have to go to Hallmark. But like, don't, you know. Yeah. Write something in there. Yeah. It can be a couple sentences. Yeah. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think the moral of the story is always tell your partner what you need and want. You they don't, they yeah. aren't, they aren't mind readers. No, they're not. And I don't care if it's a man or a woman. Right. We all need, need a little help there. Mm. There's nothing wrong with like giving them the hint. And actually, by hint, I mean actually telling them what you want. This is very important to me. This is important to me. My birthday is something that I want you to celebrate with me. Right. You know, I right. mean. Our anniversary doesn't happen at the Del Taco parking lot. Taco Bell. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even Del Taco would have been a step up. Dude, it was. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, it brings back, it, it almost makes me kind of get a little emotional because yeah. it was really, it, it really made me think, this is marriage? This is marriage? This it's can't not. be good? No, it's not. Because it's. I knew that it got worse, Aww. but it actually didn't. It actually didn't right. get worse. It, yeah, right. it didn't get worse. Right. It, it, it's actually gotten better every single year. Right. But at the time, when you're 23 years old, you don't think that oh, it's man. going to get better because you, you figure if you're older, it's got to get worse. I didn't realize that with, with age comes a lot of perks that are just so much better. And great better communication when it comes to this type of thing right yeah but at 23 i mean that's so young and you're under the impression you've got this vision at least i did of marriage that's like well he's just gonna know what i want no they don't know anything no they don't you have to tell them i'm not saying that to put any man down i'm just saying men are from mars we're from venus there's a reason they say that because what we expect and what they expect and what we want and what they want are so different yeah then unless you, you're going to be disappointed your whole life. And I think it's a setup if you don't, if you're not honest with yourself and your partner, if you're not honest, then what's the point of this? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you even doing? Yeah. I no, don't know. I agree. I do have to say though, since I've known your husband and you, I've been party to a few uh, gifts helping as a secret Santa in some manner. And your husband is aces at buying you gifts. I mean, not only does he take a hint, like Denise is the owner of one of the most beautiful pieces of, I'll call it vintage jewelry, mm. that ring. That I told you I wanted and you we told saw him it. that you want, that I wanted. We saw it. We saw the ring together You're like we were my, out shopping. You're like my middleman. Listen, I've got to help a girl out. <laughs> but you must have, no, I think you told him that you found a ring. You didn't say, I want it. I think he was like, what did you do today? And you're like, well, I was out with Anne. I found the most beautiful ring. And we had lunch and blah, blah, blah. But then I got a little phone call or text or something. And he was like, so I think Denise, do you know anything about this <laughs> ring? And anyway, no, I, I mean, it's just very like he he knows. He will, and if he doesn't know, he'll run it by someone, her, her, that being you or me, my daughter, or your daughter, and say, hey, do you think she'd, and you know, we've we've crushed some ideas before, yeah. like, that's really not a good idea. So I gotta <laughs> hand it to probably you, you've done a really good job of training him, but he is not resentful of the gift giving. No. He's all about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think, I don't know, I can't imagine being, 
with a man who wouldn't want to give me a gift. Wouldn't that be torture? I mean, there's some men that don't find joy in no, they spending don't. money at all. No, in fact, and they, they don't, resent it. They do. And yeah. and I, I would have a problem with that. I couldn't be married to that. Uh-uh. Because I'm a no. pretty generous person with a lot of things, right. and I would not want a man who's not generous. And again, none of this means spending a lot of money. No, and I can't underline that enough. It's the the thing that got me was not just the vintage ring, which I cannot express the gorgeousness of this ring, but the thoughtfulness that went behind it. Like, I know this is something that she wants. Can you... <clears throat> push put point me i don't know where i'm supposed to be going kind of thing right doing the research doing a little homework it's more about knowing the person yeah and appealing to what is they desire i mean and it's not again it's not about an expensive purse or shoes or anything not i'm not i'm not saying i wouldn't be opposed to that Mm -hmm. but i'm saying more that like one year i remember i was I was doing triathlons i'm really into it and i was riding my bike a lot and he bought me a bike And I was super excited because I would have never bought that bike because I would never spent the money on it, right? Right. But he bought the bike for me and it, you know, it just justified that it was okay for me to spend the money. Not that I ever, ever had to ask him that, but it just made me feel good. And then for the next few, like for Valentine's Day, I got like carbon fiber handles. Oh my God. I mean, nothing says love like carbon fiber. But you loved them. But it was just the fact that he was trying to do something nice for me. This Valentine's Day, he gave me a, and he says it's not the Valentine's gift. Oh, what is it? But he gave me, it, but he get, happened to give it to me like the day before Valentine's Day. Okay. It was one of those pushers that you walk your golf clubs with when you go golfing. <gasps> it's oh. like a wheeling thing. Mm-hmm. And now during COVID, you have to like, a yeah. lot of places you can't get into a cart or, and there's not enough carts. So it was just the thought that we could do it together right. and he wanted to make it happen. But that wasn't a Valentine's gift? He didn't want it to be the Valentine's Day Is gift. Is there a Valentine's gift? Well, I have this little bracelet he got me. Oh, oh, gorgeous. Yeah. And it had a necklace. It has match. a necklace. Mm-hmm. It's cute and I love it. And See, again, and we thoughtful. don't normally even exchange gifts like that because right. again, it's, val- it's Valentine's Day and it's not that important to me. But, right. you know. I'm not going to say no to a gift. You're not going to turn down some blingy jewelry. That's no. for sure. No. Um, did you get him something? I did. <laughs> Do you want to share? Or I'm is that to for think of what I gave? Is him. that for two average girls after dark? <laughs> <laughs> I literally don't remember what I gave him. Oh, it. I gave him some golf clothes. So it's clothes, not really yeah. that. You know, I mean, men don't want clothes, outfits, no, but, but he needed clothes. it anyway. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, it wasn't anything that special. He so, doesn't really care. No, sometimes you just need to know you're being thought of. That's the thing. I think mm-hmm. I think that would be it. I think what's what's the takeaway gift from all of this? Well, I think you're I <laughs> I, don't. I have a couple. Okay, I think you should um I think you should tell us your takeaway gifts because that story is going to rattle around in my brain for quite some time. Just the basement of the the Americana. To, to oh. make matters worse, let's just go to now we've spent our life savings. No, on this yeah. and I can't get my money back because it was an act of God is that that's really a thing it's really a thing yeah. okay. and so I was determined I was so angry that they would fly us there and promise us that it would let us come back mm-hmm. that I decided to fight for my your right money. to party fight for my right to party <laughs> and I said I don't care what it takes I'm getting my money back oh please tell us and so the all-inclusive place uh would they were not about it no 
But the airlines did give me a credit back. Okay. And the other place, if I remember right, did give me some credit as well. So I got some money back so that I could at least go somewhere else later. Okay. But it took me hours and hours on the phone. As a matter of fact, I contacted our local news agency because I was going to tell them my story and I threatened that. I wrote letters and I said, if you don't give me my money back, everyone will know. And it was during the fax time. You know, I was going to fax everybody and let them know. And I was going to get on one of those reporters that are like, you know, trying to help. Joel Grover. Exactly. One of those guys that's going to go after the underdog and are going to help you consumer reporting. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I did it and I got my money back. You did get some money back. I did get some money back, but yes. So So what's your takeaway gift? my, My takeaway gift for everybody is if they promise to fly you first class in the middle of a hurricane, just say no. <laughs> T-shirt. It seems like a. It seems pretty obvious. No, it doesn't. It, it absolutely does not seem obvious. It. It seems. It seems obvious in retrospect. In retrospect. But that. And and I think really my takeaway gift for all of this would be, do nice things for your partner mm-hmm. and the people in your life. Make them feel special during the time when you can. Yeah. Maybe it's Mother's Day. Yeah. Maybe it's your birthday. Maybe it's their birthday. Whatever it is, don't wait for them or don't think that, oh, it's too much work Yeah, to go get a card and to write a nice note and to make them feel special for that day. Make the little things in life important. Oh, I love it. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start right now. I'm booking my flight to Cancun. <laughs> <laughs> I you, won't be going with you. She's going to be here holding down the fort. You've been listening to Two Average Girls. Thanks a lot for joining us. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. We'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.